Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I was flirting with a guy the other day, and he was talking about how he'd pretty much been in one relationship or another for the past ten years. That should probably have rung alarm bells, to be honest, but he was cute and I liked his hair, so we were chatting away. Anyway, I mentioned that I'd been single for at least the same, well, I say at least, it was much longer, but never mind. Oh my god, he said, how come you've been single for that long? Which, if anything, isn't really the important question. Part of me wanted to ask him why he'd not been single for that long. What was he afraid of? Instead, I tried to make a joke out of it and said, oh, I'm just fundamentally broken emotionally. But he didn't laugh, he just looked at me and went, yeah. I tried to explain that I was joking, and really, I'm just quite picky, but everything I said after that point just seemed like I was trying too hard to play it down. Like someone suddenly saying, I don't think about your nan when I'm wanking. And it might be true, God, I hope that's true, but the more you say it, the less believable it sounds. It's not that I've always wanted to be single, I like the idea of a relationship. In fact, for a while in my early 20s, I really wanted one, just not with anyone who wanted a relationship with me. You know, there's something much more attractive about the ones you can't have, and the grass is always greener, but I was a hot mess in my early 20s, so the guys who were willing to be with me weren't exactly the choosiest. I remember one particularly irritating fuckstick who literally clung on to me as I tried to get out of his bed and go home because he was annoying me. He just held on to me limply, just a dead weight refusing to let me get out of his bed. I actually turned to him and said, are you holding me down so I can't leave? And he looked at me and went, no, without actually letting go. Oh, he was needy, that one. He used to text me four or five times every day. Sometimes the text would just be, hey, message me back. Eventually, I replied with, why? And I never heard from him again. Jobs are good and really. I remember back in the day when I worked in a coffee shop in Doncaster when I was about 18, I was working with this lovely, very pretty girl who'd been with her boyfriend for three, four years, something like that. Then they broke up and she decided she was going to be single for a while, deciding it was time to get to know myself and find out what it is I really want. She didn't speak like that, but, you know, anyway. The following week, when we actually had another shift together, she announced that she was dating some guy called Tim. Turns out what I really want is a boyfriend. Like I say, I'm not against relationships, and I'm not against me having one specifically, but the idea that if you're not in a relationship, you're somehow failing at life is one that I'd reject entirely. I'd say the opposite could even be true. If you've not spent a fair amount of time by yourself learning to enjoy your own company and generally get by as a whole person in and of yourself, I'd see that as just as bad, if not worse. I think there's definitely a balance here between being single and being in a relationship. All that guff about finding it romantic to say, you complete me to someone who can fuck right off. It's not romance, it's codependency. I complete myself. Going back to that original question, the reason I'm still single is because I don't hate myself enough to settle. I'd rather be by myself than in a relationship with someone just for the sake of it. 
I think it's a good idea to ask yourself, why am I in a relationship with this person? If the answer is, because I genuinely enjoy their company, I find them interesting and we help improve one another in a loving, trusting way, then great. If the answer's closer to, because it's this or being alone and the thought of being by myself terrifies me, then maybe that's something you should talk about with your therapist or your barman or your dealer, whoever. Besides, I'm already having an amazing relationship with someone. Myself. I'm the main man in my life. I'm a whole person without someone holding my hand. I'm more than happy to spend time and get romantic with someone else in a similar situation, but it's a different sort of romance, I think. Maybe I've been single too long, but if I'm going to be in a couple, and I'm not opposed to the idea, I want it to be one of those couples that does things. Although I've no idea how you find out about all that stuff. Is there a newsletter? Some kind of email that goes round listing cool ways to spend time with someone that aren't just drinking heavily and banging? It does look exhausting, but the other option is sitting at home watching Netflix, and I don't want to be in one of those kind of relationships. If your idea of a second date is Netflix and chill, then you're either really lazy or really unimaginative. How is that a couple thing? Sitting in silence watching TV is something I do by myself. If I'm supposed to be spending time with someone else, then, you know, I should be doing things with them. Exploring something, finding a new bar, or escape rooms, or wall climbing, I don't know. Saving the world, you know, like River Song and her doctor. They're always off doing stuff, but not always together. They do stuff together, and they occasionally have adventures by themselves, without feeling the need to be in each other's pockets the whole time. At least, you know, I think that's what couples do. To be honest, once it gets past the drinking and the shagging a few times, I'm fairly out of my depth. I think it'd be a bit like, great, now what? Should we go take smug photos for Instagram or something? That's what every other couple I've seen seems to do. I've mentioned this before, but one of the things that irks me about a relationship is this idea of enforced monogamy. Like there's some kind of ownership here, and once you and I are together, we're neither of us allowed to find anyone else sexually attractive. Which is just weird to me, as after about the sixth date, I'll wake up in the morning, roll over and go, oh, it's you again. What? So the idea of being with the same guy after that is weird to me. I get where this is coming from in a heterosexual couple sort of a way, where societally sex is supposed to be about procreation, and a man needs to know that he's the one who squirted a baby up his legal property, and so the child is his rightful heir, and all that patriarchy bullshit, and the continuation of my genetic line, blah blah blah. straight sex is weird. It's like normal sex, but there's the chance you might accidentally create a person. I know things are different in queer relationships, since we only have sex for fun, and occasionally because there's nothing good on Netflix. And so we get to redefine what constitutes a loving relationship based around trust and intimacy and things like that, rather than basing the whole thing on a series of restrictions involving your penis, most of which make no sense. It's quite heartening to see that of all the long-term couples I know in relationships, very few are entirely exclusive. I'm not saying they all run around banging anything that moves, although some of them do, but more that they know that their relationship to be deeper than that. Deeper than balls deep, if you will. And I'm not saying that couples should be open and shagging around, but that that's a choice that the people in that relationship can make. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, it's just between those two people. I mean, I know when I've been quite into a guy that I'm dating, I'll kind of stop wanting to shag anyone else. But that decision's always mine. I think, yes, I could have sex with a random, but I'm really quite into this guy right now, so I think I'll wait till I see him in a few days instead. Rather than, I am seeing this person, therefore we belong to each other and are not allowed to have sex with anyone else. As with all these things, it's about trust and connection. And relationships that aren't exclusive need to have that talk where you can say to each other, I care about you and I trust you enough to know that even if you're occasionally biting someone else's pillow, 
that doesn't mean your feelings towards me have lessened in any way. (sighs) So, yeah, I'm okay with being single. My mind's open to a relationship, but I want it to be with someone who makes me go, ooh, I actively want to spend a lot of time with you, as opposed to, I'm with you because I don't want to be by myself. Maybe as I get older and my options start to slim down a bit, I'll change my mind, but for now at least, I'd rather be looking for something spectacular than just thinking, eh, you'll do. One thing about relationships that I've never been able to get my head around is the idea of being so comfortable with someone that I'd be okay doing a poo in front of them. When I was at university, one of the girls I live with said that she and her boyfriend used to keep the bathroom door open so they could keep talking while doing their poo. Nothing about that is comfortable for me. I can't even go if someone messages me on my phone as soon as there's that little bing and nope, it's gone back in. I was staying with a friend of mine recently in his flat and his bathroom door doesn't have a lock, which should have been a warning sign really, but I didn't realise. Anyway, one morning when I was having the shower, he wandered in and said, I think we're good enough friends now, undid his trousers and sat down. That will never be okay with me. There is no level of being good enough friends where that is okay. I don't know how loudly I said no, but I was out of there and I had the TV on loud before the first soft splash of anything hitting the water. This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you liked what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>